Welcome to another episode of the Praxis Guild. It's my commitment to help you build practice because I believe that life is an apprenticeship and we get better by practicing. So this episode is all about transformational leadership. And so I kind of want to spend a few minutes talking about what transformational leadership is, touch on a few things about what it isn't, and then kind of give you four elements or four concepts to think about when it comes to transformational leadership. And I'm going to wrap it up with some how to's or how to applies uh, when it comes to this important style of leadership. So how about we get into it? So first of all, I want to talk a little bit about the nature of leadership in the sense that uh, there's really three components to the nature of leadership. And they really are surrounded with these things. So the first one is the leader themselves. The second one is obviously the constituents. And I call them constituents because I don't like to use the term followers per se, because I think constituents reflects a a kind of a a deeper sense of understanding that they have some agency in what they do. And then there's the context within that framework. And so uh, you have the context of the leader, you have the context of the constituents, but you also have the context of situations. And so These three things really make up this idea of what I call leadership or the nature of leadership. Okay, but really, at the end of the day, leadership is all about influence, nothing more, nothing less. And in fact, one leadership guru who uh, I've followed for a very long time has said this about uh, influence is that if, if you think you're a leader, and no one's following you, then you're just simply taking a walk. And so uh, he boils leadership down to one word and that's influence. And I would have to agree with him that leadership is influence. It's nothing more, it's nothing less. It's probably the most important piece of leadership that anyone can ever build is that piece called influence. So when we get into transformational leadership, I think it's important for us to talk about definitions and The reason I say that is because definitions drive thinking. Definitions are what we come back to. They're the core of of essentially what we teach and what we learn. And so when we look at transformational leadership, uh, there's a multitude of different definitions, but they all kind of center around this one idea that transformational leadership is a leadership style that seeks change through transformation. And so there's a few different ways that this plays out in contexts as well as in the leader and in the constituents. But this is the definition that we'll kind of land on when we're talking about transformational leadership. It's that it seeks change through transformation. And so the first thing that it seeks to transform is emotions. And if you've been following me for a little while or you've taken a class with me, you will have under, you'll understand that I really believe that emotion uh, informs our action. And so in essence, if leadership, transformational leadership can look at our emotions and begin to transform those, then it actually has a huge effect on what we do. But it doesn't just stop there. We have to keep going further into a person or the, a way the person thinks and even get into values. When we're looking at uh, using transformational leadership, we're actually touching on people's value system. We're touching on their ethical framework. We're touching on their ethos. What makes them believe the things that they believe? What what is what is non-negotiable for them? And ultimately, what that turns out to be is 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 
our goals? How does, how does our ethic or our ethos inform the way we think? And how does the way we think inform our attitudes, our emotions, our feelings? And then how do those affect our actions and play themselves out in our goals? And so transformational leadership is not what we call charismatic leadership, and it is not transactional leadership. So charismatic leadership is, is most often associated with those people who tend to grab the stage and want the limelight and, and, and quite honestly, uh, with the literature out there on charismatic leadership, it tends to put into focus for us those, those people who rely on this idea of touching people emotionally and intellectually and even uh, touching their values or their ethos in a sense of trying to gain control over them, which is very different from transformational leadership. Transformational leadership looks at the other person, looks at the constituents uh, or the context and wants to change those. But the charismatic leader uh, in the negative light wants to have everybody follow them and it's a control issue. And so transformational leadership is not charismatic leadership. It's also not transactional leadership and transactional leadership happens more often than we think. And it is quite simply that it's very transactional. You do this for me, I will do this for you. Or the leader will talk to constituents and say, I understand that you have this desire that you want to do X. Well, if you do Y for me, then I'll help you achieve X. That's transactional leadership. Uh, and it's not, there's nothing wrong with transactional leadership. In fact, in a lot of cases, transactional leadership is very applicable and very useful. Uh, but however, it's not transformational leadership in the sense that it's not touching people's uh, emotions. It's not touching their feelings. It's not touching the, how they think primarily, but it is just very transactional. It's not surface related, but it can be. Um, but it's really a lot different than transformational leadership. And so when we get into the concepts of transformational leadership, uh, there's really four elements that I want to hit on for us today. And the first one is what I call strategic development of vision. And so it's not just a throwing of ideas against a wall, or it's not just, you know, coming up with these grandiose plans of, of moving from point A to point B. The, the vision is is developed uh, with a lot of conversation with a lot of people. Uh, and we'll touch on this when we get into the how to apply this piece, but it's very strategic in its thinking and it's very strategic in its development. It, it, it takes time to think through each step in the sense of how can, how can the transformational leader uh, affect change through the, the, the sense of using emotions and feelings uh, the way we think and even value systems. The second piece is modeling the vision. And we, we hear a lot of this in the sense that I also want to know that the leader's going to do what he's asking or she's asking me to do. And, and that is almost implicit when it comes with leadership in the sense that the leader must model the behavior, but it's more, it's more than that. The, the leader must also model the vision. So for instance, if, if the leader desires constituents to transform into a, a, a different kind of culture, well, that leader has to model what that culture looks like. 
and be consistent with it. And so there's this idea of not only developing strategic uh, vision, but also modeling what that vision looks like. And what, what is that destination going to mean for the organization or for the constituents? Well, whatever that means, the leader has to model that vision. The third thing I wanted to touch on is the idea that the transformational leaders, for the most part, are very well adverse in what we call experiments. They, they like to try stuff out to shape the vision. They're not afraid to be what we call social architects when it comes to uh, experimenting with things to make the vision a reality. And so uh, you'll see how this plays out in the, in the application section. But transformational leaders are not afraid to tweak things. They're not afraid to uh, take a piece out and put a whole new piece in. In fact, they're not even afraid to take large chunks of the vision out and replace them with other pieces, as long as it fits under this idea of experimentation. And the last thing I wanted to share with you when it comes to transformational leadership is this idea that transformational leaders build commitment to the vision. And this is one of those big differences between transformational leadership and charismatic leadership in that sense that charismatic leadership looks to build commitment to them as people and them as themselves, whereas a transformational leader looks to build commitment to the vision, the end goal. Where do we want to go? What do we want to do? How do we want to act? What's the culture? going to be like. And so the transformational leader looks to build commitment with their constituents to towards that vision, not to themselves and not to each other, uh, but to the vision as a whole. And so in wrapping up this short little uh, session that I want to have with you today, I want to talk about how do we apply it. And so I come up with these uh, praxis points for us to think about. The first one that I want us to think about is that these things don't happen in a vacuum. There needs to have there needs to be a lot of conversation. And one term that I came across and I and I love and I'm going to use more often in my discussions when, about leadership and, and when I teach leadership is that we need to avoid the buy in language and you don't I don't know if you if you can see it or hear it in my voice but I use quotations or air quotes around the idea of buy-in and I used to pardon the pun buy into the buy-in conversation in the sense that when I was trying to get people to latch on to the vision or, or embrace the vision as their own I was trying to get them to buy into it that's almost a transactional mindset and 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 it's almost a controlling mindset in the sense that this is the vision that I've come up with I think it's the best vision for us to to head after. I need you to buy into it. So what I've come to understand and what I'm going to do now is that we need to avoid the buy-in language and have people uh, adopt the vision for themselves and, and, and not just buy into it because you can have people buy into something and, and not be 100% committed to it. Um, and sometimes that's okay. But I would rather have people adopt it as their own rather than buy into it. The second thing that, that I wanted us to think about today was this idea of modeling the way. So it goes back to modeling the vision, but now we need to model the way. So there's going to be behavioral change that has to happen. There's going to have to be some attitude adjustments that, that need to take place. There may even be some reframing or some rethinking around certain things. And the leader has to do that. They have to not only model the vision, they have to model the way. And this is part of that leadership piece that you have 
have to be out in front doing these things. And so there's a great book by Kuzas and Posner called The Leadership Challenge. And they really go through uh, this idea of modeling the way very, very uh, well and in depth. And I would recommend that book to you and and it'll be uh, listed for you in the show notes uh, through Amazon. um, And you can go and check it out. It's a great book, highly recommended. But anyway, uh, Praxis Point for us to think about, number two, model the way. The third one is, is sets us back to this idea that transformational leaders like to experiment. So the conversation tends to focus around or t- t- tends to turn on a point where we say, hey, how about we try this? Let's try this as an experiment and see if it works. And if it and if it works, then maybe we'll keep it. If it doesn't work, then we know it doesn't work. And maybe out of that iteration, we can come to understand that maybe there's something else that will work. And so the praxis point three of transformational leadership is adopting a language of, hey, let's just try this as an experiment. See what happens. And and then because data is data. Uh, and even if we get the data we don't want or, or no data, that's still uh, information for us to process. So transformational leadership uh, in application says something along the lines of let's try this as an experiment. Let's just see what happens. The fourth point that I want to share with you today is that transformational leaderships need to focus a lot on communication and consistency within the communication. And that's that could be applied to a lot of different uh, leadership uh, styles or applications, but it's massively important when the vision is being communicated uh, or plans are being communicated or the strategic direction is being communicated that there's consistency in the message, consistency in the messenger. And so this ties back to Praxis points one and two in the sense that there needs to be a lot of communication amongst the constituents. There needs to be a lot of communication between constituents and leaders wherever they are in the spectrum. And there needs to be consistency in that communication where you're not sending mixed messages. And so we can send mixed messages through not being able to model the way, not being able to model the vision or not wanting to. We just want people to do what we say, not what we do. That's totally wrong. But there has to be a consistency between what we're talking about, what we're saying and how we're living out that vision. So there's communication, but also consistency within that communication. 